Blog Talk Radio. Rifleman Radio Show on Appleseed Radio. The Rifleman Radio Show is brought to you by the Appleseed Project, which is the sole project of the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. And what does the Revolutionary War Veterans Association have to do with anything? Well, I'll tell you. The Revolutionary War Veterans Association is dedicated to bringing you the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship uh, instruction available to you in the United States today. The absolute best. <clears throat> All across the nation, every weekend of the year, uh, except maybe on uh, Christmas weekend this year, we're bringing you two-day rifle marksmanship clinics, which uh, give you a solid foundation in the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship, and at the same time, give you a rock-hard foundation and rifle safety. Now, while we're doing that, we also talk to you about the men and women who stood together on April 19, 1775, that helped create this nation. We owe those folks a great debt, a very great debt. They stood together on April 19, 1775, and then for eight long bloody years after, they fought to win the independence for this nation. So we owe them a huge debt that we can never fully repay. However, what we can do is to honor them. And how do we honor them? We honor them by remembering them, 
by telling their stories, by understanding how what they did, the decisions they made on that day and for eight years after, how it affects us today. How we can live our lives using the same principles that they used. Welcome to the show tonight. We'd like to uh, to welcome everyone and thank you for another year of listening to the show. Uh, we're at uh, we've just uh, crossed over two years of being uh, on the air every Tuesday night, and uh, we certainly want to thank everyone for their listening and. Uh, and I'd like folks to, uh, well, first I'd like to apologize for last weekend, or for last uh, Tuesday night. <clears throat> uh, there's been problems off and on uh, with uh, with the show and blog talk as far as uh, just uh, software issues. Now, I finally got to speak to somebody live on the phone for a couple of hours last week and uh, found out that a lot of it is due to, well, there's several things. One, Blog Talk is growing uh, really fast, and they're having to scramble to deal with the amount of traffic and, uh, uh, and the bandwidth and also a lot of software issues, and one of those is... Uh, folks having a, a lot of problems with the Internet Explorer system and Blog Talk. <clears throat> so uh, I was able to work with her last week and uh, finally get use the uh, Firefox system to load the shows, and uh, it seems to be working a little better. I, it certainly hadn't solved everything. Uh, I'm still unable... Uh, I've got uh, work tickets uh, still out on the live chat. For some reason, uh, I'm still out. I've, I've followed every single instruction to the letter. I'm still not able to download uh, the live chat software and make it run. So, uh, so once again, uh, there'll be no access by me of live chat. I'll get uh, Sam to make sure that he's following it. And, uh, I mean, if you need anything, if you need any questions answered or anything, just be sure and call in, and uh, we'll just take them, take any questions live on the air. Uh, and the call-in number is 347-308-8790. 347-308-8790. Well, we're at the end of the year. We finished up all, all of the apple seeds for 2010. There is uh, none left on the schedule. The next apple seed events will be starting uh, on the weekend of January 8th and 9th. And I'll give you a quick rundown now of the the upcoming events. If you want to find out where to get, uh, how to get to an apple seed, or where it will be, uh, what you need to bring. Uh, any of the uh, frequently asked questions, etc., or if you want to contact anyone at Appleseed, here's what you do. You go to rwva.org, 
that will take you to the home page. On the home page, there's a list of tabs across the top. And uh, you can use the, uh, uh, the link to email us if you want to email the folks at Appleseed. If you look at the top, uh, the tabs across the top of the page, the far right one says email us. Now you can send general questions into the uh, Appleseed project, or you can use that uh, that link to take you to a page where you can ask questions from your specific state. If you want to find where you can go, where you can attend an upcoming Appleseed, you look at those tabs across the top. The second one from the left says Appleseed. You put your cursor on that, you will get a drop-down menu. On the drop-down menu, click Schedule, and that will take you to the page that I'm going to read from now. Uh, the page, the schedule page, also has a filter. So if you'd like to just look at uh, just the Appleseed events in your state, say you're in Texas and you want to look at just the Appleseed events in Texas, you can do that by using the state filter. All right, so you're on that page now, and you're on the schedule, and you want to find an event that you can attend. You look down the listing of events, and they'll be listed by the cities and then by the dates. Once you've found an event that you'd like to attend, there is a little bit more information there. There's two hot links to the right of that. Let me tell you what those are about. The first one says information. That will take you to the event information page, the EIP for that event. That will give you the information such as the location of the event, uh, directions, uh, any rules, regulations, contact information, etc. That will be for that specific event on that specific date. Right next to that is another hot link that says register. Once you've selected your event, we'd like you to go ahead and pre-register for that event. You can click on the register link. That will take you to the third-party software at Eventbrite, which handles our registration for us. Once you've selected your event, we really encourage you to pre-register because uh, it's, uh, it's not out of the question for the line to be filled up to capacity and you not be able to get to the event because uh, it's sold out. And we have uh, we already have sold out events starting uh, uh, this year. So uh, do yourself a favor, secure yourself a place on the line by pre-registering. That also helps us by making sure that we know how many folks are going to be at that event. If we know how many folks are going to be at that event, then we can ensure that we have the correct number of instructors, uh, the right amount of gear, etc. because, folks, events are going on every single weekend across the nation somewhere in the United States, somewhere within reasonable driving distance of you and reasonable, reasonable being uh, you know, up to about 300 miles, there's going to be an event that you can attend almost every weekend of the year this year. So that's a lot of instructors that we have to get out there, a lot of uh, uh, hotel reservations, uh, flight tickets, uh, uh, etc. A lot of uh, shoot boxes with all the gear that has to be shipped out, Uh 
and it certainly helps us to know how many people are going to be at an event. There have been cases, too, in the past where events have sold out, but we were able to secure additional line space at that venue or one nearby in order to handle the uh, uh, the additional folks. But I can tell you right now that's not going to happen unless we know that the event is going to be sold out. So as early as possible, there's no reason you can't, uh, if you're going to attend an event in December, there's no reason for you not to go ahead and pre-register for that event right now, right today, so that we'll know that uh, we'll know that you're coming. We can make sure that uh, uh, we can have enough folks, uh, uh, enough instructors tasked for these events. So as soon as you've decided to attend an event, go ahead and pre-register for it. And as I said, you can do that by going to rwva.org, looking at the tabs across the top. Selecting Appleseed, you'll get the drop-down menu that will take you to the, uh, and then you can click on Schedule. That will take you to the page I'm getting ready to read from now. As I said, the uh, the year of 2010 has uh, has already closed out, but we we have events starting. Uh, the weekend of January 8th and 9th. We also have this year a a program that we're running called Winter Seed. And what Winter Seed is about is making sure that we're not uh, idling down, that we're not putting ourselves in neutral and just uh, just, uh, sitting there when we could be running events during the winter. Most of the folks that live in uh, in really hardcore winter areas are pretty much geared up for it anyway. And the folks across the south, the uh, winters are fairly uh, uh, fairly mild, and there shouldn't be any reason that you can't uh, bundle up and head out to an event in the winter. One of the things that uh, I like most about the Appleseed Project is that we run events uh, regardless of the weather. The only thing that will stop us is lightning, but other than that, we run events throughout the whole winter, uh, through the summer heat, uh, rain, snow, sleet, tornadoes, hurricanes, you name it. We run our events regardless. Uh, high winds, uh, no wind, and sweltering heat, we'll be on the line running events. The folks that, uh, the staff members, the instructors, are dedicated. But I'll tell you, too, that I've done it enough now so that I'm not surprised at it. But I'm always, uh, uh, well, I guess I still am a bit surprised at the fact that the folks that attend Appleseeds, are really dedicated folks. I'm, I, I really am still amazed uh, when I see uh, the the folks at an event in the summer, uh, 108 degrees, 135 degree heat index, and they're down there on the line, and they're there all day Saturday, and they go home and they. Uh, uh, they get some rest, they take a bath, they come back Sunday, and they're all day there on the line Sunday. 
in the wintertime. They'll be on the line in uh, in almost freezing rain uh, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Uh, in the summer, they'll be on the line in uh, flooding rain, laying in the mud, shooting. And look, this is not... Uh, these are not folks uh, that are on leave uh, from their special forces camps or anything like that. These are just average Americans who uh, who decided to to take a weekend to improve their rifle marksmanship. They've set themselves a goal to improve their rifle marksmanship, and then they're committed to following through with it and. Uh, and like I said, I'm, uh, I'm never uh, – well, I am surprised at it. But I'm surprised in the same way that, uh, that uh, you know, whenever you're doing the proper uh, trigger squeeze, you're applying incrementally increasing pressure on the trigger until the amount of pressure you put on the trigger causes the trigger to break at a point where it should be somewhat of a surprise to you. I mean, you've got a – Rifle, you have rounds in the rifle, you have the safety off, you have your finger on the trigger, you've, you've chambered around, you have your finger on the trigger, and you're putting pressure on it. So it's going to go off, right? But it still should be a surprise to you when it goes off. Otherwise, you're doing it wrong. Otherwise, you're making it fire, uh, and that's causing you to jerk the trigger. All right, that same principle applies to whenever I see the folks at the apple seed events. Uh, I I always uh, I always expect them, uh, being modern Americans, I always expect them to tuck their tails and run, to uh, uh, to wimp out, and I'm always uh, very happily uh, surprised by them not doing it, because normally whenever you go to uh, a range to shoot, you don't go there and uh, get there at uh, 7.30, and then start working uh, from uh, from 8 o'clock uh, straight through to lunch, uh, get a lunch break, and then uh, go back to shooting again until 5 o'clock in, in heat, rain, snow, sleet, etc. Then go home, come back, and do it again the next day. You don't do that. You've you got a box of 20 rounds. You go to the range. And good grief, uh, the first uh, the first couple of rain jobs, you know, people, uh, they pack everything up and go home. Uh, or they just don't even go. If it's too cold, they don't go. But not the folks at Appleseed events. They come and they, uh, they are a determined lot. And I love that about them. You know, I, I've seen uh, thousands of them now. I've had the privilege of meeting uh, thousands of them. And I... I have the recorded images in my mind and, and some in my computer of them uh, laying in the mud. Uh, we had one location I remember where the folks were the line that backed them all the way up to the uh, all the way up to the ditch, and they, the the line hadn't been laid out that well at, at first. It was a brand new range and stuff. It needed a little bit of tweaking, and. Uh, so the line had them pushed all the way back to where they were laying in the ditch. Well, then we got rain. So now they were laying on that incline in the ditch. So now from the waist down, they were kind of underwater on the line. And uh, they didn't balk. 
They didn't say, oh, I can't do this, or I'm not going to do that, or no way. <laughs> they got down in the mud and laid in the mud and shot. They listened to the instruction, and they improved their rifle marksmanship. We gathered together at lunchtime. Uh, we told the story. We told the folks the story, and uh, that simply hardened them. After lunch, they got back down in the mud. They shot that way all day, and the next day they came back and did it again. So I'm always pleasantly surprised by the folks that attend Appleseed events. They're the best folks in the nation. That's what keeps me that's what keeps me doing events is knowing that I'm going to have the honor of working uh, with the best folks in the nation uh, every time I step on the line at an Appleseed event. And uh, and it's certainly an honor and uh, a privilege to be able to do that. <clears throat> All right, we uh, we have uh, we had a long year this year. We had uh, uh, a lot of events. A lot of events, a lot of new locations, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of events across the nation. Uh, we're staying on schedule with doubling again this year. <clears throat> that means that uh, this coming year is going to be a very tough year. It's going to be hard to uh, to keep this pace up. But I have complete faith. Uh, in our ability to do this. I have complete faith in our ability to do it. And and I have complete faith that the majority of the folks who are doing this understand how important it is, how important it is to our nation that we stay on track, that we continue to do the absolute best job that we can in pushing the program ahead. <clears throat> All right. Uh, as I said, I'd like to uh, tonight. I'd like to hear from from folks uh, about uh, about the high points of this last year. What made them uh, the happiest? Uh, what they think worked uh, best? For them this coming this last year, and I'd also like to hear about folks. Here's folks' plans <clears throat> for this coming year. What they hope to get accomplished in the coming year of uh, 2011. Uh, let's take. Uh, let's get uh, Sam on board with us. Sam, welcome to the show this evening. Hi, Scout. How are you Hello. doing? Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, and the same to you. I hope you had a, a fine Christmas holiday with your family. Yes, I did. Yes, it was very. Uh, it was a very good Christmas. Uh, it was exciting and uh, uh, and uh, kind of a free for all, but uh, there were no fatalities, so that was good. Uh, <laughs> how about yourself? How was your Christmas? Oh, it was great. We had a. 
uh, just a nice holiday. Weren't able to get the whole family together, but uh, we made it a, a pretty good day anyhow and had a fine meal, spent some time with some friends and, and uh, sat back and reflected on all the good stuff that's happened to us for the last year and we're pretty happy about how things have gone. Well, good. What is your, uh, when you look back at the year of 2010, what is your, uh, uh, what is your favorite part of it? Or what was, what, uh, what was the best part of the year for you? Well, I have to tell you, it doesn't have anything to do with Appleseed, but, uh, in October, uh, my stepdaughter got, got squared away with her cancer and uh, that that that's enough for the whole year right there well that is great that is great i'm happy to hear that sam i know that i, I knew that that you know that she was uh, that she was uh fighting that but i hadn't heard anything lately about uh about it so I, i'm glad to hear that uh, you know, things uh, things came together, and, and uh, it's all looking good for her now, and, and we're all plenty happy with that. And uh, right now, that's that's probably the number one good thing for us, and and uh, we're, we're not going to ask for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, what about what about? Uh, well, once again, uh, I'm very happy. For you guys, and uh, uh, and anytime, uh, anytime you're you're going through anything like that, be sure and let me know because uh, I will certainly keep you in my prayers. And then we have got a very uh, for the for having such a little tiny hole in the wall church. We've got a very strong praying church, and uh, we certainly uh, we're certainly willing to take uh, requests. <laughs> so. Be sure and let me know anytime you need anything like that. Uh, I can put it on the prayer board, and we can uh, we can certainly get the church after it. <clears throat> what about uh, what about appleseed wise? What uh, what was your happiest appleseed uh, moment this last year? It doesn't have to be a moment; it could be a whole weekend or a whole well, month. Although I know it, that's very rare. It spread over the year a bit, but uh, making three new red hats and, and another shoot boss. And uh, their wives getting together and, and uh, working on an organization to to help promote us here a bit. Uh, I've been real happy with that. We've got some real go-getters out there. Uh, well, hold on now. We, hold on. Don't just gloss over that. Give me the give me the details of that. What do they do? Well, uh, their plan. They get together with a bundle full of promotional material. And just start wandering every store they know. And, uh, of course, contacting all their friends and and all that kind of good stuff. But basically, they've just put the word out more and more. Uh, a couple of them are into homeschooling, and they put that out to, uh, to their homeschooling pals. Uh, we have a couple that are very politically active over in Roswell, and they've gotten... Uh, families of some city councilmen to come. One of them's a minister at the local church, and uh, 
he came out, brought his sons out, and, and uh, did a little bit of shooting on a Sunday himself. And uh, it was very encouraging. These people are going out and putting out the word uh, farther and farther afield, and I think we're going to make some, some positive gains from it. Well, good. And folks shouldn't, uh, they shouldn't uh, overlook the fact that, you know, that their family members can get involved. And I know that, uh, I, I know a lot of times I try and, uh, I don't want to say spare my family members, but uh, I, I try not to, to ride them too hard because, uh, because they they're very supportive of what I do, and I and I spend a lot of time doing apple seed stuff. So uh, I try and uh, I try and make it as uh, as painless as I can on them. But at the same time, you know, my wife does uh, she is willing to help, and she does help with a lot of stuff. So uh, make sure that uh, that you guys are not overlooking. Stuff like that, uh, where at where your where your wives uh, or your family members can get involved to to help, and, and a lot of times folks like that. I know that there are a lot of instructors, a lot of uh, uh, man and wife instructing teams in the program now, and actually uh, there's a lot of uh, family instructing teams now, where uh, where the man, the wife, and their kids are all on the line instructing. But if you if you can get your your family members involved in helping to promote that is great. <clears throat> well, what uh, what else you got? What else uh, when you're looking back at 2010? Uh, what are some of your favorite times there? Well, uh, just just the fine folks that we've had out to shoot with us. Uh, they've all become friends. You know, you, you, you meet new people when you're out and about doing this kind of stuff. It's part of seventh stepping. And you bring them out to the range and uh, you teach them. And, and you watch those eyes light up. You see that brain start clicking in. And uh, it just, every time I go to a shoot, I get that feeling. Because long about the middle of the second strike, whammo. They start clicking and boom, 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 boom. And there's just no getting around it. And there ain't no better feeling than knowing that you're getting through to your audience and knowing that they're realizing just what's going on here, that it's more than just learning how to shoot. And uh, it, it's just great. I don't know how to describe it. What about uh, for the coming year, uh, for 2011? What uh, Any big projects that you guys have on the book so far? Well, we've managed to secure a, a shoot every month here in the southeast corner of the state, spread out between Alamogordo, Roswell, and Carlsbad. We're pressing over toward Hobbs and Artesia, trying to open up some new locations there. We're working on some new locations up north, trying to get them set up. Of course, uh, Blue Feather and Tyler's Glock have got the Whittington Center all scheduled. I, I think they've got like nine shoots scheduled up there this summer. Uh, going to have a boot camp up there this summer. That'll be a first for New Mexico because we haven't been able to do that. And it, it's just positively growing. We, we've got well, that's great. 
That is excellent. And if you ask me what, uh, for 2010, some of the high points for me were uh, were the boot camps that we held. I really enjoyed uh, the boot camp experience because, uh, you know, you're, you're taking uh, just about two weeks of time that you're using to to spend in the company of riflemen. And uh, there's really no better feeling than than being in the company of riflemen. Uh, I certainly enjoy it. I enjoy the two boot camps. I enjoy the, or I'm happy about the the new instructing staff that we get from them. And... uh, and it would be hard, I guess, for me to pick out any specific. I was thinking about it today, but to think, to pick out really any specific uh, events that uh, that really were that much better than the others. They were really good. I will say that uh, at the uh, the event at the beginning of this month in Smithville, <clears throat> we had a shoot, and uh, my two youngest daughters came with me, and. I have not pushed them. I've I've sat down with all of my daughters over the years and and worked on rifle marksmanship with them because I felt it was important. But I've never pushed them to uh, to go through the apple seed because I figured uh, you know I'm we're doing it uh, at least once a month here and then I'm on the road again somewhere else usually during the month for another event and. Uh, I figured that the time would come when they would uh, when they would ask to go to an event, and they finally did. <clears throat> and uh, and so they shot uh, on Sunday at the Smithville event. They were going to shoot uh, Saturday and Sunday, but uh, the line was was filled up, so they wasn't they weren't able to shoot on Saturday. But we got some open spaces on Sunday, and they shot, and I was very happy for them. That's the the nine and ten year olds, and. Uh, you know they did a great job, and I was very happy with uh, with them, with their shooting, and with their uh, participation in it. So that that's made me that's made me very happy for for this year. Now, another thing that's made me happy is that the instructing team uh, in Texas has really grown uh, this last year. I mean, they've really done a, a great job. Uh, we've got uh, a really good crew that has come together over the last year, and uh, it's it's certainly made a big difference uh, in the program here in Texas, and uh, certainly has been able to lighten some of the load uh, uh, for me because uh, you know, anytime you can spread the work out, it's uh, it's certainly a benefit to you. Uh, I want to remind you guys once again, if you'd like to call into the show uh, and give us uh, your best parts of 2010 and what you're looking for in 2011, uh, you're welcome to call in area code 347-308-8790. 347-308-8790. Give us a call and let us know uh, what the best part of 2010 was for you, what you're looking for in 2011, and 
And you can also, uh, any kind of uh, comments or suggestions about the program you'd like to make, things you would like to see uh, in the coming year, if you'd like to uh, to give us your suggestions on uh, on guests for the radio show or things you'd like to see on the radio show, we'd love to hear that, too. There was a caller a little bit earlier, a 713 caller, and uh, you hung up right about the time that I got to the switchboard and open Sam's mic. But if you guys want to call in, uh, you're welcome to call in, 347-308-8790. All right, so how many events uh, are you guys going, do you have planned, or do you know right now, for uh, uh, New Mexico this coming year? Well, on the books right now, I can only guarantee about 11. Uh, Getting range access here is not difficult, but you have to redo it every time. Uh, In one case, we actually have to have a vote from the city council to get access to the range. We can do it, but it has to be laid in several months ahead of time. We're trying to put more effort into the private ranges. Uh, We've got public range access. We want to get some private range access just to do it, get the word out more. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and guarantee to to a bundle of shoots that I I can't say we're going to have. I'm just going to say that we're going to have as many shoots as we can get away with here. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could I could literally schedule a shoot every two weeks here in Alamogordo. But uh, we wouldn't get anywhere near the draw that we need to have. And our focus is on the number of shooters that we can we can get on the line and the number of people that we can teach that history to and not on the number of events that we can have. Right, and, you know, that's been a constant uh, topic of discussion that uh, we've been we've been talking about it for years now, and that is the uh, number of events uh, versus the number of folks on the line at those events. That's where promotions uh, is going to make the biggest difference is you could have, uh, you could have an event at a location uh, every weekend, but if you're only getting uh, three people for that event, then you're certainly putting out a lot of manpower, a lot of instructor hours uh, to get those three people uh, per weekend instructed than you would if you had the one event with uh, 12 once a month. Or in some cases, if you had one event uh, every other month. Uh, But promotions is the area that is the most important part of what we're going to be doing for 2011. And that's making sure that the word is getting out. And and real quickly, uh, we'll go through uh, go through my my uh, my special list of promotions efforts. And I know that a lot of people are working really hard at uh, at pushing the program forward. And there's a lot of folks that are doing a, a really great work instructing. But the problem that we're that we have a lot of times is that <clears throat> the folks are uh they're looking at it from the reverse angle, and that is thinking that the the work of Appleseed 
is is that weekend that you're having the event that Saturday and Sunday that is not the uh that should not be the focus of what you're doing. Yes, you want to have a great event. Uh but the real apple seed work takes place from when the event ends on Sunday until the next event begins on Saturday morning. That's when the real apple seeding takes place. Because that's when you're having to uh, to do the work of securing no, new locations and uh, and doing your seventh stepping, getting the word out to folks, getting uh, uh, doing the promotions for the program, getting the word out to uh, as many new uh, uh, groups of folks as you can. And how do you do that? Well, you can put out flyers. That's always good. But there's a whole list of other things you can be doing, too. And, of course, we always I always talk about radio because radio is free. Radio is free. It's easy access to it. You guys heard last week, uh, heard the, uh, the gentleman speaking about how he had uh, gotten access to the radio station, how it was quite painless. Very simple and painless. All he did was uh, find the radio station uh, that was uh, local to him. He contacted them, and I don't remember if he called them up or used email. You can do either one. Asked them if he could come on and talk about Appleseed, and they said, sure, come on. We'll set up a time and get you uh, on the air to do it. That's how easy it is. Contact your local radio station Ask them if you can if you can come on and uh, and and do ten minutes uh, about the Appleseed project. Now most people realize that when they get started, it's easy to it's not only is it easy to do ten minutes, it's easy to do thirty minutes. It's easy to do an hour, but just ask them if you can come on for ten minutes and talk about the uh, Appleseed project, what we're trying to do, why we're trying to do it, and what we hope to achieve with it. And see if they'll let you come on the show. And the answer is a lot of times it's going to be yes. And if it's not, if they say no, no harm, no foul, there's no blood, nobody lost a tooth, I didn't get poked out, all you do is just uh, go down the list to the next radio station and call and ask them. All right? <clears throat> if still, if none of that works, you can still listen to your local talk radio stations, folks at uh, stations that accept callers. Listen to what they're saying on the radio. When it gets to a subject that is uh, apple seed, uh, that's complementary to apple seed, then you can call in, talk about uh, whatever subject they're talking about, and then uh, manage to get in a couple of words about apple seed on the air. Because this is a lot easier. When you're calling into these stations, very very seldom is there a talk radio station on the air, on the AM station, that uh, that doesn't have usually at least uh, five to 10,000 listeners. I mean, it just wouldn't be profitable. So what you're doing whenever you call in and talk is reaching five to 10,000 people at a minimum. I mean, you can get all the way up to uh, six or seven million people if you, if you hit the right radio station. But at a minimum, you're talking to five or 10,000 folks, which is a lot easier and standing in front of a Sam's Club or Academy and handing out flyers. I'm telling you, I know it's a lot easier because I've done both of them. 
So use the radio when you can. And make sure that you're that whenever you're thinking of of lists of who to contact, contact the large groups first. Contact the uh, you know the big groups. Uh everybody around there has uh well let's stay on uh let's stay on uh, radio and TV first. Use your use the uh the local radio stations that you have. Call in, get on the air about it, and then uh, the same thing with the television and newspapers. Everybody has a local television paper, I mean a local uh, uh, newspaper. And most of the time, the local papers, I'm not talking about, uh, if you're in Houston, I'm not talking about getting the Chronicle to come out. I'm talking about uh, the local papers, the local, local smaller papers. Those folks are always hungry for news. They're always hungry for news. If you look in your paper and you find a, a great deal of it, is uh, if you look at the byline, it says uh, uh, Associated Press or uh, or some other stuff. That's uh, those are stories that they're pulling off uh, the AP wire and stuff so that they can uh, use that as fill. Now, not all of it. A lot of it uh, will be in your national news. They're using the AP to help fill their national news page. But a lot of it they're doing because they need uh, a certain amount of uh, uh, of column inches to fill up their paper. Now, if you call and give them a story or suggest a story about local stuff, then they're probably more than willing to come and cover it because a local paper uh, wants to cover local news first. All you have to do is uh, look up the newspaper's website or their telephone number, give them a call, tell them who you are, what you're doing, that you're working with a national uh, nonprofit, all-volunteer, grassroots organization dedicated to uh, rifle marksmanship and American history and heritage, and you'd like to uh, have them come out and, uh, and attend an event and cover it for the newspaper, they're probably more than willing to do so. They're probably more than willing to do so. Same thing with your television stations. When you've got local stations, call them up. Ask them to, if, if they would uh, be willing to come and, and attend an event and cover an event. They're looking for local news, for local color for their station. That's one of the first things they need is some local coverage of events for their station. So make sure that you're getting in front of them so that uh, they have the ability to to get you out to their audiences. All right, then the next thing is uh, community calendars. Every single, uh, I don't care what size town it is, every single town has a community calendar. There should be no reason that you haven't looked at your local community calendar, you haven't looked it up, and pasted and uh, uh, submitted uh, every weekend to them for every event that you're having locally. We're a nonprofit uh, organization, so that gives us a, a, a boot up. Most of the time, the community calendars uh, will only accept uh, that type of uh, uh, of notices, and, and we are. So that gives you a, a good footing on able on being able to get in. We're not a commercial venture. We're a nonprofit organization providing a service locally to the community. 
So you should be taking all of your events and getting all of them listed. You can probably do it all uh, on one uh, submission, <clears throat> getting them all listed on the community calendars to you, local to you. Because you spend, uh, say, 15 or 20 minutes getting that uh, one community calendar done, then it's working for you the rest of the year. It's working for you. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's working for you. Now, it's not going to, none of the stuff that I'm telling you, I don't care what it is. I don't care if we get you 10 billboards on the freeway, 10 14 by 48 billboards on the freeway. None of this stuff is going to uh, produce a tsunami of folks flooding in. All right? It doesn't work that way, and it's probably good that it doesn't in some cases. But what you're trying to do is gradually build up the apple seed presence uh, in your area little by little. And the community calendar is one of those things that's uh, free, easy to do. And like I said, once you have the event set up, it's working for you 24 hours a day. Anytime somebody hits the, uh, or wants to look up and find out what's going on in their community, uh, take them to the community calendar, and then there you are. There you are, just sitting there, just waiting for them. So make sure that uh, that you or your promotions folks in your state are making sure that you're looking at the community calendar. And when I say promotions folks in your state, one of the main people I'm talking about is the shoot bosses. The shoot bosses, it's not just uh, your jobs as shoot bosses to to run the events on the weekend. All right, that's... Uh, for that weekend, that's your main job. But for the rest of the month, uh, it's also your job to be promoting uh, these events. You know, we talked about this early on uh, in the program when we were discussing it uh, uh, among the steering committee. And the the first line of folks in the program, the, the folks that are really running this program are the shoot bosses. Those are the guys in the front lines that that are doing the work, that are running this program, that own this program. And it's their job to make sure that promotions are getting done. Now, I'm not saying that that the shoot bosses have to do it themselves, but, man, they should be delegating this. If they're not doing it, they should be finding folks and delegating to this, this to them, saying, "Hey, listen, uh, I need you to do uh, X, Y, Z to uh, to help promote the the events that are upcoming in uh, 211, and making sure that they've got somebody who's working on it, and then they themselves should be making sure that they're staying on top and make sure they can do the 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 best that they can to get the events promoted." to making sure that the information is getting out to the public. I know we ask a lot of the shoot bosses. We ask them to do a lot of stuff, but that's that's part of the job, is making sure that the events that you're scheduled to run are as well promoted as they can be. And, uh, and one of the ways to do that is the community calendars, especially uh, making sure that the ones local to each of the events are hit. And then you can also hit all of the statewide community calendars. Listen, everything has a community calendar. Every newspaper, every city, 
every television station, everything. If it's if it's got a title, it's got a community calendar just about uh, attached to it. So there are plenty of those that you can hit that you can put it in. And I know it seems uh, uh, it may seem tedious, but you just do it that one time, get it listed, uh, and get it listed uh, for all of the uh, all of the events that you're running. If you're running seven events at uh, at uh, Osage Beach, then make sure that the community calendar that serves that area has all seven events listed. Uh, and like I said, I think that you can do it. For most of the times, you can do it all on the all on the one submission form that you're having that you submit, and then they're listed for the rest of the year. All right, so maybe that only brings in uh, uh, a couple of folks during the course of the year. But more and more people are going to see it. Every time somebody clicks on there and they see it, they're going to they're gonna look at it and, and find out what it is. And uh, that's the whole point of what we do, right? Apple seed. We're planting the seed and, uh, and hoping that it grows. Now, it's not going to grow everywhere. You sling those seeds out and... Uh, you know, Johnny Appleseed, whenever he was putting those seeds out, he wasn't uh, he wasn't sticking them all the time in the most fertile ground and then uh, staying there to nurture it and, uh, and take care of it and make sure that it grew. He was uh, slinging those seeds out and then moving on, moving to the next place, slinging those seeds out, moving on to the next place. Sometimes... They landed in fertile ground. They take root and they grew. Sometimes they didn't. Sometimes they landed in fallow or sometimes they landed in uh, on rocks and they didn't grow. And there's nothing you can do about that. All you can do is try and get as many into fertile ground as you can. That's what we're doing uh, by putting the informa- information out on these community calendars. <clears throat> Make sure that we're getting the... Uh, the apple seed name out and getting the uh, the information out on events to as many places as we can. <clears throat> All right, and then uh, of course the number one way that we have of getting events of getting folks to events is the super secret low tech high yield way of word of mouth. Word of mouth is always going to be. Uh, the most successful form of promotions. It always has been and it always will be. Uh, everyone will tell you that because that's the, exactly the way that it is. And word of mouth is also uh, one of the few ways of promoting that, uh, that usually requires no other contact with the program or information about the program. That's where some uh, trusted friend or family member tells you about the Appleseed Project and you decide to go based on their recommendations. You don't need any other, uh, you don't need to hear about it anywhere else. You don't need to see it on a billboard or read about it in the newspaper or hear about it on the radio. You're taking their word that it's a worthwhile uh, uh, endeavor, that it's a worthwhile event for them to attend that weekend, and they do. And that's the power that you all have uh, is folks that you know, folks that trust you, folks that know 
that you're a good person, that you have a good head on your shoulders. <clears throat> you talk to them about the Appleseed Project, and you let them know that it's a worthwhile uh, endeavor and get them to attend. Now, we're running up on almost 11,000 members uh, of the forum, about 11,000 members of the forum. Can you imagine what would happen if uh, if every one of those members devoted, uh, I don't know, 15 minutes uh, a week to promotions? If every one of them got one person to attend, bang, there's 11,000 uh, attendees right there. 11,000 attendees. Listen, if every one of them got three people to attend, bang, there's 30,000. That's that's a lot of folks. But it's only three three folks that you you need to get to attend for each person. So word of mouth is still the, the main way that folks hear about Appleseed and the main thing that causes them to attend. I mean, I always ask uh, on Saturday mornings at the meet and greet, first thing I ask, <clears throat> how did you hear about the program and what made you finally attend? Uh, because I'm always trying to, to get that out of the folks' heads is to find out where they heard about it, number one, and what finally caused them to to pull the trigger, as it were, and attend an event. And the main answer is normally word of mouth. So-and-so. My, I'm, so, I'm so-and-so. This is my brother, and he got me to attend. I'm so-and-so. This is my husband, and so I'm here with him. Uh, I'm so-and-so, and I came because my dad asked me to come. Or I'm so-and-so, and I came because my son asked me to come. And... And that's how it works. <clears throat> so make sure that you are that you're using word of mouth. That you are telling folks that you're that you've developed your what we call the elevator speech. You know, it's called the elevator speech because it's supposed to be uh, a quick enough and detailed enough that uh, in the time it takes to get from the first floor to the fourth floor. You've already given them everything they needed uh, as far as the introduction to it, along with a trifold before they get out the door. That's all it takes. That's the that's planting the apple seed right then and there. So try and make sure that you have your elevator speech worked up, and it's a very quick, very simple thing to do. Uh, and it can be you can use almost any kind of a uh, any kind of uh, discussion to segue into it. Uh, you guys going hunting? Oh yeah, really? Have you ever been to an apple seed? Well, that's a good way for you to uh, make sure that every shot you make during the hunting season counts. Uh, any uh, anything that you can segue from into real quickly, and, and don't be worried about doing it. It's it's painless. Uh, I won't say it's painless. It's woundless. How about that? You're not going to get wounded doing this. You're not going to. You won't shed any blood. You won't lose a tooth. Uh, it may be a, a bit of a discomfort to you doing it initially, but you'll get used to it. It'll get easier. Just ask Sam. Sam, you haven't lost any teeth over this, right? No, I sure haven't. 
<laughs> and I can tell you that Sam does it on a regular basis. He's not shy about apple seed. He, uh, he's, he's, he's got his elevator speech worked out, and, uh, and uh, he uses it all the time. I've, I've personally listened to him do it, so I know that uh, he has no qualms about uh, buttonholing folks and uh, giving them his elevator speech. It doesn't. Uh, it it doesn't give you any uh, permanent wounds, uh, disc scars or disfigurements. Uh, and the more you do it, the easier it gets. So make sure that you're using your word of mouth in order to move the program forward. Now, if you're a member of the online communities and you are. Uh, You've got time to uh, be traveling around on the Internet, then you're probably a member of some uh, online community, uh, on online community like Appleseed. You know, there's plenty of others that folks uh, uh, also frequent, things like uh, the different shooting, the online shooting forums, et cetera, stuff like that, uh, uh, different kinds of homeschooling forums, uh, on and on. Just about every subject you can think of now, there is an online forum to facilitate discussion of that subject. <clears throat> Don't be afraid to use or to introduce uh, Appleseed to that online uh, forum. And now remember, you will have to do it uh, in a tactful way. You just can't. You can't uh, just join a forum. Uh, get on there, start yelling about Appleseed nonstop and not being polite, etc., because they'll just sling you off there. Uh, what you'll need to do is, uh, if you're already a member of a forum, just uh, you introduce it the same way you'd introduce any other subject. Uh, uh, Appleseed, my Appleseed weekend. You know, I went to an Appleseed event, and here's what I did. Here's how I felt about it. Uh, here's what it taught me. And uh, if anybody has any interest in doing this, then uh, let me know, and I'll hook you up with them. That's all it is. That's all you got to do. Uh, you don't have to write any uh, kind of a speech for it or anything else. It's just a very simple thing. Here's what I did. This is what I did. This is what I got out of it. This is how I felt about it. And here's what I think about it. I think it's a worthwhile endeavor. I think that uh, learning to become uh, a better rifle marksman uh is a great thing that uh, it's a great tool to have in your toolbox. I think that uh, that hearing about the history of our nation and understanding about the the debt that we owe, the responsibilities that we have to our nation, is an important thing for all Americans to to hear. So I was glad to hear it at the apple seed. I was going to hear what they said, and I think it would be a great. Uh, a great event for anyone to attend, uh, old, young, uh, right-wing, left-wing, you name it. It would be great for anyone to attend. And that's how you word it. Uh, using your own words, you just uh, put a uh, post of it on there and then uh, and then wait for folks to bite. And then you can direct them uh, uh, to a local event for them to attend. <clears throat> There's a lot of different ways that you can do promotions. And and just like Sam and I were talking about earlier, 
that's one of the things that uh, that's the area that that right now we are least uh, uh, successful in is make sure that the word is getting out. I've talked to you guys before about uh, about the fact that <clears throat> there are millions of Americans who would like to attend an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship Weekend. Millions of them. Out of the 300 million Americans, I can tell you right now that there are millions who would like to attend. So why aren't they? Why aren't they filling up the lines every weekend? Well, the answer is very simple. They don't know that it exists. They don't know that the program exists yet. Uh, It's no different than uh, if you've studied uh, business, uh, like in college, then you know you've heard of uh, frictional unemployment, right? That's where a company has jobs that they need filled. There are people out in the workforce who need, uh, who have experience with that job and who need a job doing that. But since they don't know about each other, then neither one uh, is, is being connected to the other and being satisfied. So the problem is not that uh, the program is not a good program, because it is. It's an absolutely fantastic program. It's that not enough folks know that it exists. They'd love to come to it. They just don't know that it exists. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that from people who have attended an event. How many times over and over they said, man, I can't believe I've been looking for something like this for a long time. I just, I never knew it was out there. And uh, I can't tell you how, how happy I am now that I know that the program exists and, uh, and I want to get involved with it. That wasn't that wasn't me selling them on the program. The program sells itself. The program doesn't need me to do anything other than follow the guidelines of how to instruct it. The program is a worthwhile program. <clears throat> All it needs is for folks to know that we exist. And then we'll start filling the lines. And then when you fill the lines, uh, then you get more instructors. You get more folks out talking about it. The more folks that are out talking about it, the more instructors you have, uh, the more events you can have. So uh, so the most important thing that we can do right now is to make sure that we're working on promotions, that we're making sure that we're getting the information out to the folks, uh, to your fellow Americans that the program is there, that the program is a worthwhile program, <clears throat> and that uh, and that we are ready to help teach our fellow Americans the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship program in the nation today, and help tell them about their American heritage, about the history. Uh, of those Americans who stood together on April 19, 1775, and and who brought about the beginning of this nation. All right, once again, if you'd like to call in, the uh, call-in number is 347-308-8790. 347-308-8790. 
so there's not really something there, but we send out emails to our church, and then the local Christian radio show has um, a community calendar on that, so we they um, advertise on there for us. So. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I know that uh, I know that <clears throat> because I because I researched it and then started doing it. I know that the uh, the homeschool folks, uh, since they are homeschool, since they are uh, depending on their just on themselves to do it, they work a lot uh, online, and they have like online communities, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, so uh, if any of you folks out there, if you uh, it, that's a, certainly a good way uh, to get in contact with folks is to go online, look for your local homeschooling community, and uh, and just let them know that Appleseed is there because Appleseed is a uh, I don't know if it qualifies as uh, oh, what do they call it physical educa- education, but. Uh, uh, I know that all of the homeschooling groups that I've contacted, we've got a, a, a large number of people have come uh, because of that. It's a it's a chance for the for them to take their kids out and do something uh, and have interaction, and they learn uh, new skills and new techniques, and uh, it's just another place for you to uh, to use uh, what the promotions uh, that you have available. Uh, what else do you guys do, Rose? Um, as far as promotions? Mm-hmm. Mm, talk to people, but, <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot that we've done out here as far as promotions go. Will the radio station let you, uh, call in or come on the air? Um, the one that we've got doing the advertisements that doesn't have a call-in. Um, it's more music, and the community calendar is basically all that it does. Right. So that's just one way, though, that we can do something like that. Right. Well, you guys are you're out in the wilderness pretty much, right? <laughs> I guess you could say that. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying that in a bad way, like, uh-uh. like, like you guys are, you know... <laughs> Living in a wigwam. I mean, you're you're out in the wilderness, kind of like my family is. You know, we're we're 25 miles from anything really. Uh, there there is a gas station that's like 15 miles from us. But other than that, I mean, we're we're a long way from. There's no hopping in the car in five minutes being somewhere. You know, it's a it's a minimum of you know 35 minutes or so to get to to somewhere. Mm-hmm. And of course that. That didn't make my wife that happy when she came to Texas because she liked she liked to be able to go to McDonald's and have the fries still hot when she got home. And, uh, <laughs> that's not happening here. So, <clears throat> well, looking back across the year, and uh, for you guys that are that uh, maybe if you guys don't know uh, Western Rose, Western Rose is uh, she's been with the program for a while now. And she's really been a hard worker and done a lot of work for us. She's been an instructor for quite a while. What uh what has been your 
your favorite part of 2010? I actually have a lot of favorite parts. <laughs> um, well, we've got a few minutes. Go ahead. Probably one of them would be I was able to go to Waterman 300 and I was able to meet Ishi in person, which was really fun because we've talked a whole bunch together. Um, so that was really good. Uh, some others are my dad got his red hat. My mom became an IIT near the um, April, she worked her first shoot, and she got her red hat in September. My younger brother, who was 12, he's now in IIT 3, and he tells stories about the drummers, and he's gotten to where he's comfortable doing the third strike now. Uh, How old is he, Rose? He's 12. Well, now he's 13. <laughs> wow. So, <clears throat> and your mom made it to, she went from IIT to Red Hat in six months. Yeah. That's a yeah. good, that's a nice, uh, strong finish. Yeah, and it's it's great because we were able to have our first one. I've also got a sister, Even Star, and she went from Rifle Woman to an IIT3 um, throughout the, this last year, and she tells the wedding portrait story about Lydia and Sam. Um, and so we were able to work our first shoot as a family, as in there were no other instructors except for the family of us, except for us. So there was dad, mom, and my brother and me. And my sister was actually sick that weekend, so she wasn't able to. But that was just really cool to be able to have just the instructor crew with one family. Right. And you've got, uh, you guys have a good crew. <laughs> You guys have a good crew there, and and I'm starting to see more and more of that, which makes me very happy. Because when it's just when it's just one person in the family doing it, sometimes it's it's certainly rough on the rest of the group. Uh, so anytime you can get the rest of the family involved in it, <clears throat> and it's a good thing. And let me ask you this: What about uh, from the folks who attended events that you've been instructing at, have you developed any uh, any friends or any relationships out of that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. Um, a lot of them, it's been great working with them. I really have a lot of fun working with the other kids and the ladies. And it, we stay in contact pretty well with several of the people who keep coming back and even some who have come once but they we can still stay in contact with them so there's still there's relationships growing through even meeting once but right that's pretty cool <laughs> and right and the, and I've said it many times before and I'll ask you if you what you think about it <clears throat> the folks the folks who attend apple seed events uh in my opinion, are some of the best folks that uh, that our nation has to offer. I mean, they're just uh, a good group of folks. And I certainly know that that's not the case for all Americans, but it has been my experience that the folks who attend events are, are first-class folks. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, what do you guys have? Uh, or wait, did you finish on your? You said you had a long list of uh, 
of of good 2010 things. Do you got any more? Um, we had our first instructor boot camp, which was a blast. We've we've now got we went from three total instructors. I think it was at the beginning of the year in the area to now we've got 20 in Idaho. So that was a big leap, and there were 13 shoots this past year in Idaho, and so that was really, really good, I think. <laughs> so That is good. What do you have on the board for 2011? What are, you, what are the uh, the goals for Idaho? Um, right now we've got 23 events, and that includes a couple in Washington, um, eastern Washington, uh, and there's most of them are in Coeur d'Alene or Lewiston in Idaho, and those are like two of our favorite ranges now. But um, yeah, there's there's 23, and then we do have another instructor boot camp coming up in March. Well, that sounds great. Now you have 13. No, no, that was events. You have how many instructors now, or working in Idaho? Uh, we've got 20, and that's from instructor and training to shoot boss. Right. Well, that's that's a big difference from last year. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you guys were pretty much uh, uh, you guys were pretty much flying solo for a while there. Yeah, it was my dad and me and one other guy here in Idaho, and then. Uh, a couple from Washington, and then we had Hawk Haven come over, which was awesome, and we had Layla Pro from California come over, and that was awesome, and Savage Shooter came over. So right. we've had some pretty cool people out here. Well, let's see. We got another caller that I'd like to bring on. I'm I'm working on the on the to get the mic open now. So don't uh, don't hang up. Area code six zero eight. Are you? Are you on the air? Okay, hold on just a minute. <clears throat> like I said, I'm still trying to uh, to this software is still kind of hinky, so uh, yeah, it's not sure that I'm that I'm getting it. Uh, Get the I'll get the mic open here in just a minute. Uh, area code six zero eight. While I'm doing that, let me uh, let me give you guys uh, a bit of information that I got today from Bob two ten California, and that is that they have uh, they have an event that he would like to uh, get started promoting. That's going to be in this coming September. And it's going to see uh, it's the Corona 210, <laughs> and uh, they're trying to get uh, 210 folks on the line in Corona, California, in September. And uh, like I said, I believe this was just decided at their uh, Appleseed Christmas party. But uh, we'll be giving you more information about that as the year comes along. So. Uh, keep your ears open for that, and uh, and then any help that you can give uh, uh, Bob and the rest of the Californians during the year promoting it will be great. 
uh, Rose, that will uh, be a chance for you to meet some more of the instructors without without going quite as far as uh, as uh, Waterman, right? Yeah, it could. <laughs> if, if my dad lets me go, <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me know if you need any help. We can write. We can make sure that we get a, a, a RWVA uh, request submitted uh to the uh to the home there so that uh it gets an official request for your help for that. Uh, <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> because it's uh, certainly going to be a, it would certainly be a shorter ride for you. How close are you guys to uh well, I'd have to look at a map right now to find out where Corona is, but you guys are pretty close to California, right? Um it is I can't even think of how far away it is right now. Corona is in Southern California, I think, and we're in Northern Idaho. So it's a it's a ways. I think it's a couple of days. Okay. All right, but certainly no, uh, certainly not any longer than it took to get to uh, to Waterman. So then it's uh, and it's also a worthwhile event. And you got all the way until September uh, to get the. Uh, any roadblocks cleared away and uh, and get this get this event okayed through the family there and you can hype it up you can hype it up and uh, you know get everybody uh, on board with you make it get everybody in the vehicle and uh, and uh, get everybody out on the road to California that sounds cool <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good idea yeah. <laughs> okay let's see uh, I'm here, Okay, area code 608. I'm here, Scott. Okay, good. Who is this? That's, it's Cooper. Who? The ITT4 Cooper. Cooper, all right. The ITT4 Professional Heretic. <laughs> I, got a, I got a bunch of good feedback for the shoot bosses and, and red hats out there. All right, that's I've had it. The finest, the finest Christmas ever. In fact, it's kind of well, funny. Listen to Western Rose. Western Rose laugh sounds exactly like my daughter's. <laughs> it's just awesome. Um, back going way back for the things that that shoot bosses and ITTs do. You never know what little thing is going to pan out. Back in 2009, Moggett put up some signs. I had just moved to Minnesota. Margaret put up some signs on the crescent about apple seed pointing up toward the gun range I'd never been to. And I saw the signs and I thought, what in God's name is apple seed? And it kind of was in the back of my mind. It's like, well, it's pointing up toward Gopher State rifle range and maybe this is something good. And I was pretty was busy at the time. A, was it for an event that they were having or was it just yeah. the apple seed general promotions? No, it was it was a, it was a it was an apple seed in, in La Crescent, Wisconsin, sometime in mid two thousand nine. Okay. And I was pretty busy at the time. I had a new job. I was working. I was taking care of an older woman who had some dementia, and it actually turned out had cancer. So I was pretty busy and couldn't couldn't make it to the to the event. But it stuck in the back of my head. Apple seed, apple seed. You got to find out what's an apple seed. Well, my friend passed away this last summer, and after she passed away, I found myself, well, 
I'd been working a full-time job and taking care of an old lady, and I found myself suddenly with a lot of time and no feeling of purpose. Right, right. And so I Googled Appleseed. And sure enough, boom, it comes up. And it's like, you know, this sounds like a really, really good program. And so just after my friend passed away, I went to my first Appleseed in lacrosse. And actually, curious, I, I met Moggett, not realizing she was the one who put the signs up. But from there, it was like I was hooked. Um, it took me a while. I finally made Rifleman in August. I went to Waterman in September. I met Fred. I met, I got took my hat from Guy. I listened to Ishi's incredible strike. And my heart was just aflame. She is so awesome. So, fast forward six months. I am blessed with both my grown children coming to spend Christmas with me this year. And my daughter, 31, has gotten involved with a gentleman who has an interest in firearms. And she makes the mistake of saying, gee, can you teach me something? So, of course... Christmas Eve, well, everybody else is talking about the night before Christmas. We're talking the safety rules, a safe rifle, position, steady hold factors. And Christmas Day, we're out having our own mini apple seed in four feet of snow in Minnesota. And what does she do on her first red coat? Now, my daughter had never ever fired any firearm. What does she do? She puts three rounds in the 100, three rounds in 200, three rounds in 300, just barely misses putting three rounds in 400, and is an inch off on the bucket shot. This is her first red coat? This is her first time ever firing a firearm. <laughs> My heart was just like bursting. And it's like, whoa, this is incredible. So Earl and Wheeler 44 are pretty soon going to have their hands on a little Cooper who is one hot shot. <laughs> so well, literally the best Christmas I've ever had. Well, Both that's my absolutely kids. fantastic. Yeah. It's like, hello, folks. The work you're doing is working. And there are folks out there just ready to sign up. Well, what do they What do they think? Uh, well, let me ask you this. That was her first red coat. How did her uh, red coat go on uh, Sunday afternoon? Well, unfortunately, she picked up a bug on the the airplane flight from the west coast to here, and so she was not doing too well. And as you might expect for somebody from Portland, Oregon, after she'd been laying in the snow 
for five hours shooting. Uh, for her second red coat wasn't quite as good. But then again, she had her mother harassing her the whole time. And I probably screwed her up as much as anything. But with me out of the picture, she's a natural. So I'll let Earl and Wheeler 44, and if she can make it to Idaho, Western Rose and her crew can uh, can tune her up. But it was just... Well, that sounds just, great. So, how many does that make? How many folks you got involved now? You got yourself, your I got myself, uh, my daughter, uh, my son is a, a combat medic with the Wisconsin Army National Guard. He's been to one apple seed, but he's he's too proud. <laughs> too I proud. Don't, I don't. Yeah, he's too proud. He doesn't. He doesn't like. He doesn't like being shown when other people can do better than what he can. So I'm not. I can't guarantee he's going to come to another seat. Well, but, you know, sometimes it takes a while for the uh, for the idea to sink in that it's not uh, it's not about rifle marksmanship. You know, it's about setting goals for yourself and then meeting and exceeding those goals. That's all it is. And sometimes it takes yeah. a little bit of time to understand that. Some people. Uh, get caught up in the idea that it's a competition, or that is uh, uh, that it's an indictment of their uh, their abilities, and uh, you know it's it's neither of those. It's simply uh, it's simply uh, a way for you to set goals for yourself and then meet and exceed them. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, what else do you have? I mean, what else? Uh, for 2010, for the last uh, what six months? <clears throat> what? Uh, no, no, no. You said you. What was the first event that you attended? It was in 2009. My first event was was June 26 this year. Oh, this year. Okay. Uh, and and uh, you have since then you've worked to IIT4. Correct. So 2011's Red Hat. <laughs> well, excellent. Congratulations uh, on all the work that you've done because people don't realize it. Uh, it takes a lot of work to get uh, – it takes a lot of work just to get the, ha- the orange hat, let alone uh, to, to, to make yourself uh, – uh, to push yourself up to IIT4, <laughs> and then even when, a great when, deal more work. Uh, to uh, receive the red hat and become a full instructor, which is uh, quite an accomplishment. And from there, you just keep going. And uh, and it sounds like you're doing... I'm sorry? Once you meet Ishii, you realize you haven't done nothing yet, and you better catch up. Well, we've invited Ishii Ishii to... uh, to come on the the radio show and uh, and tell her strikes and uh, we're still working on that. We'd like to get her to come on and uh, get her the uh, all three strikes recorded for the uh, for the history. Uh, and uh, I'll talk to her again about that in the next couple of weeks because we'd like to get that done for 2011. 
So you said once you that meet Ishii, once you meet Ishii, what? Once you meet Ishii, you realize that all the effort you put in is is just the tiniest bit of those who are just blessed. It's um, wow. And I've got to say, listening, you know, hearing the strikes from Ishii and getting my hat from the guy, I, I, I don't see anything better in my life. It's like, whoa, I've been to the mountaintop. <laughs> well, that sounds great. Well, I see something better for you. I see you uh, shoe-bossing your own shoots. Well, that thought has kind of tasked my mind. Since I have a range here on my apple orchard, it seems like a good place to apple seed, and it makes sense to do it with a green hat. Well, that's the whole idea, you know, behind what we're doing is uh, is spreading this out and then taking it not uh, not taking your show on the road to somewhere else. The whole idea behind this is creating your show. In your in your hometown in your hometown in, in the area that's local to you, yep. We're trying to get many people wow. as we can to open up uh, to start doing events locally to them, to making sure that they have all the folks <coughs> local to their uh, to their home location, uh, working on getting events there, and then building it up in your neighborhood. So that sounds like a great uh, plan that you have going. Yeah, I, I I live I'm I live right at right where Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa come together, and I've been scouting out uh, ranges in eastern Iowa, so we can flesh out that some. And if we can't find them there, well, they can come to my future DAR here. Do well, an apple seed and an a, apple orchard. Got a date set uh, for your first event? I think it's going to be after the three feet of snow melted. <laughs> well, good. How about how about having it ready for uh, an April? Uh, uh, sorry, I believe it's 16th and 17th this year. Have it for an April event this year. Think you can have it ready by then? I probably can, but well, I don't let's want work to compete on that. Let's with do the, it. No, I don't want to compete with my Minnesota folks in their Marshall shoot. Just, uh, but that's two and a half miles. I mean, two and a half hours west of me, I think I could pull a whole bunch of people from Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa right here. So, yeah, we'll, we'll aim for April. Okay, let's do it. Let's get you up Sounds and running good. and have you, get your event ready to go, to get on the books for the April shoot. Cool. <laughs> Sounds good. That does sound good. Listen, if, you, if anybody else wants to call in and contribute to this, We'd love to hear uh, your voice. We'd love to hear your comments, uh, or if you have any questions, you're welcome to call in. Area code 347-308-8790. 347-308-8790. We'd like to hear about uh, about the good things that have happened to you in 2010, the good things that have happened to you with the program, and uh, if you just want to yell out some good things that have happened to you that don't even have anything to do with the program, we'll, we'll be glad to hear those, too. And then the things that you'd like to see 
for the program in 2011. Uh, issues, I mean, uh, uh, Western Rose, did we, uh, did I already ask you that, uh, the things that you would like to see in uh, 2011? Um, I'd like to see more shoots on the schedule and more instructors. <laughs> Where are you going to be on April, the April event? Coeur d'Alene. Okay, Coeur d'Alene. Oh, yeah. And will that be your whole crew? That will be half of it, probably more than half of it, because we've got one in Lewiston as well that weekend. Okay, so you have to kind of split the tribe up so that oh, some of the tribal members are at that event. Yeah. I I have to run, but I wanted to tell you one really quick story really quickly, if I can. Yes, would love to hear it. Okay. So Go for it. We went to central Washington, to Yakima, Washington. The last time I was there was in 2008. But um, there was this guy who came there, a gentleman who he he didn't make riflemen that weekend, but he did tell us at the end of the weekend that he had come out there specifically because the next day he was shipping out. He wanted to learn, come to Appleseed. He wanted to learn as much as he could, and he didn't think what he had learned in the Army was sufficient. So he came to Appleseed. He said he learned a ton, and what we taught him might save his life. Well, you know, He's absolutely correct, and uh, and that's another area that we would like for everybody that uh, is doing promotions. We'd love for you guys to make sure that you are that you're offering this to uh, our American soldiers. The, any of the folks, uh, because first of all, too, they they're all going to shoot free, so that's. Uh, that's a, a benefit for them right there, but any of the folks in the uh, the military, and you can easily contact large groups by contacting your local uh, National Guard or uh, 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 your local armories uh, and getting them to uh, or getting the information out to them. Your local National Guard or the reserve groups, the reserve components uh, that are local to you, and and most uh, most large towns will have some will have a group station there. And all you have to do is just to look them up in the telephone book, call the armory, and let them know what we do, and let them know how it can benefit them, and uh, and that it's free for them, and. Uh, uh, because we'd like to make sure that that we're giving our American soldiers every every bit of skill, every bit of technique that we can uh, to help make sure that they make it home safely. And, and and certainly, if you're a combat troop serving in, uh, in a combat area, uh, having the ability to make sure that... Uh, that you can make the shot when it counts is going to be a, a valuable tool to you. So make sure that you're getting this information out to your local uh, uh, National Guard armories, the reserve group, uh, anybody there. Uh, did you have anything else, Rose? I think that was it. Well, listen, I I, I don't want I you to go, but I, but I know you might have to go, so I want to tell you, personally thank you i've I've been watching you 
since you came into the program. And uh, and I got to say, I have the the greatest amount of respect for you. You're such a hard worker. You're so dedicated to the program, and you're such a professional that uh, uh, it really makes me. I, I'm, I'm very uh, I'm very happy uh, to know. Uh, to know that I'm in the same organization uh, that you're in. And uh, I just wanted to tell you that. And, and Merry Christmas to you and your whole family. And and God bless you all. And I hope to see you on the trail. Thanks, Scout. Hope to see you too, hopefully next year. That would be cool. <laughs> all right. And with, well, with if you got to run, you got to run. Uh, but I'll just I'll leave your mic open. You can stay or or, or, or go, whatever you got to do. And uh, and if you got anything to say, just chime in. Okay, thank you. All right. With respect to reaching out to guard units, it might be my son you save. Well, there you go. I mean, every one of the uh, every one of the uh, the troops at. Uh, I don't care where you are. You know, I've got talked to folks before who have said, uh, "Well, you know, I'm in a uh, medical unit, or I'm uh, I'm in a flight uh, unit, so I don't know that I'm going to uh, uh, that I'm going to need that." And I'm, I'm telling you that uh, the type of uh, the type of warfare that exists right now that our troops are exposed to, uh, I don't care what kind of unit you're in, you better make sure that. Uh, that whenever you need to make the shot, that you can make it. So make sure that you're talking to those folks and, uh, and getting the folks, getting as many folks involved uh, and offering it to them as you can. Let's bring another call on the air, 580-279. Is this you, Chris? Why'd you have to do that? <laughs> well, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Gearing up for the next year and... I've already got a few requests through the emails and phones that they want to get together as soon as it snows. So I got my box of AQTs and my green hat. We'll just go ahead and set it up wherever we need to set it up. You, you've got what now? Banner Road in Oklahoma City. I've gotten several requests to either get it done in the next couple of weeks or have it done by February because they're all itching to get out in the weather. Like I told them, it would be nice if somebody had a snowblower because I've only got so many shovels. <laughs> well, have you guys? You guys have snow right now? Oh no, we've got a bunch of cattle that don't want to come to the, that bale, so we're having to run around and get them off the ground. It's pretty cold. Uh, it's been down into the 19s and 20s in the overnight, and then in the morning, you know how the girls are—they don't want to move, so we got to get out on four wheelers and get them up off the ground. Right. Right. Well, what about uh, this last year? 2010. What, I can't uh, say enough. I cannot say enough. I mean, yeah, we could have had a lot more shoots due to the fact of, you know, the weather and then a lot of the IBCs and RBCs that came up to get our instructor corps up to snuff at Fred's level, and that was really wonderful for him and Coley Cat and some of the other big-time instructors to come down and line us out. But this year, I see we did the little schematic with Fred during the RBC, and we're talking – you know, 30, 40-plus shoots every time. So, for too long, I see probably three red hats and a multitude of red hats going all over the state and probably Arkansas doing what we need to do. 
a lot of younger shooters are coming up, and that new patch that uh, Fred gave out, I guess it's called the Son of Liberty, I'll actually get to give out maybe three or four of them at the next shoot because, you know, as long as they can call the line and do the ITT2 job, we'll give them the hat and let them run with it. Right. Right. And how many, uh, uh, just give me a, a rough number, how many young guys uh, uh, do you have that are so far that are working that capacity? Well, we've got one. His name's Caleb Humphreys, uh, you know, uh, uh, Christian Boy Scout, he plays football the whole nine yards. When I first came on board over three years ago, he was my little hand, and now he's a grown man, almost 17 years old. And like he said, I hope I'm 25 years old and walking around with kid patches and people ask me where I got him because he's going to stay with the program probably as long as I will, and you guys are going to have to run me off with a stick. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I didn't think about that, but uh, but it won't be long before we do have uh, shoot bosses who are going to be sporting a patch, a patch that I'll never get. I won't uh, either. <laughs> so they'll be sporting. They'll be they'll be uh, 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 authorized to wear the youth patches, and uh, that'll be something. That's some. That's a day that I'm looking forward to. And we've yeah, got a so we've got a large group of folks like that already uh, in the ranks. Uh, folks like. Uh, uh, Western Rose and Ishi, a lot of all the folks. All five of those girls. All five of those girls. Every one of them that I met at Waterman, boy, I hope they take Moggett's spot. I hope they put her on the back burner and let Western Rose run with it. Even stars, even better. I mean, there's so many young shooters out there that got that fire in their heart that, guess what? Their families are going to know it, and the families of their families are going to know it. And that's all we wanted. We wanted it to never be forgotten. And when people say, are you a veteran of the of the Revolutionary War. Each one of us has the spirit of, you know, one of those guys in us because every time we tell that story, especially, you know, our departed guy and some of the other ones, they could actually take that and make it almost personal to where you swore they were there. Right. Well, you know, I tell the folks, whenever I'm telling them, whenever I'm talking to the folks at at an event, uh, either sometimes when I'm telling the story or or at the... uh, uh, at the end of event, at the benediction, that that same. I don't care if you if you just got your citizenship papers. That same spirit, that same blood that was flowing through the veins of those folks on April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five, it flows in each of them. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Uh, the the folks who were the heroes in 1775 and for eight years afterwards, they weren't supermen. They weren't uh, some special class of people. They were the same people. They were you and me, brother. They were you and me. That's it. They They weren't special. They made themselves special. By sticking to their by sticking to their guns on and uh, I don't mean that li- literally but maybe in some cases, but sticking to their philosophy, uh, sticking to to knowing what's right and then uh, doing that. You know, whenever uh, JB was here at the last boot camp, and I forgot to ask him again last time I talked to him, but when he was here at the last boot camp, he told me about uh, what one of the folks had said. One of the instructors there had said that uh, uh, 
the only thing a rifleman has to do is the next right thing. And uh, that same, uh, the same idea, the same, uh, the same ability to do great things, the same ability to stand up for what you believe in, uh, is within each of those folks that are attending the events. Each and every one of them can be that can can be that same uh, person as those heroes of 1775. That's right. That's right. There's one thing. That what are you guys looking for? What are you looking for in 2011? To be beat down in the mud. That's what we we were looking for. We're, we're looking to be run ragged. We don't care. We just want to go, 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 go. <laughs> well, so far, do you know how many uh, events you guys have on the book so far? Well, just from just from uh, Fred's little, I don't know, formula he pulled out of the air, we're looking at over 30 in our state alone with more to be added. So I don't know how he got the formula, and I'm going to have to study it more. But, boy, he, he said, well, these many instructors, these many people, that many locations, this is what you should have. So we're going to run with it. Well, you're pretty, you, you, you ought to feel blessed then because a lot of times when he makes up those numbers, they're, they're not that small. No, they're not. They're doable. <laughs> I mean, he could have made up a number that had, uh, you know, three places. So, <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> well, good. And you know that uh, anything that we can do to help, uh, we're just south of you here. Anything that Texas can do to help, anything that I can do to help, uh, I'm here for you, and all of Texas is here for you. We got a, we have a special place in our heart. Not a pretty place, but a special place in our heart for you. It doesn't matter as long as there's a place. <laughs> after uh, after uh, uh, Chris uh, on uh, let's see, it was on uh, two separate occasions when Chris was our wake up alarm at the uh, boot camps. Uh, oh, they uh, got a taste of it. At, they got a taste of it at Waterman. The first thing they asked, who was it and how big was he? <laughs> well, good. <laughs> well, good. Well, listen, I guess you're going to throw in then with uh, the Corona 210 out in California, right? You know, that's 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 something doable, but I think I'll have to borrow a loaner rifle because I don't want to go through the regular of flying across the country with my rifles. Well, uh, listen, I'm not going to tell you that this is the, the gospel, but I, I'll tell you that uh, the, the shooters that... Uh, you're not loading up brass or something, are you? No, not at all. I must be sand playing around. Oh. Well, the uh, the shooters that I've talked to uh, several occasions have told me what they do is that they uh, they ship their rifles to their cells. Uh, they'll ship them to the uh, to the place that they're staying, and uh, and since. Since they're not transferring a rifle from themselves to somebody else, that they're not breaking laws. Now, I want to make sure that you guys you guys check this out. Check your local laws before you do this. Make sure that it's legal to do. But uh, the way these guys do it is they, they ship their rifles to themselves because the only person that's going to open up that package is themselves, which doesn't make it a transfer of a firearm. So... 
there might be some way that you want to uh, to do that because you can you could pre-ship your uh, your rifles to yourself and make sure that you're the only one opening it, and then your rifle will be there waiting for you. Because the guys that go to these uh, events, uh, like uh, you know the uh, high power events and stuff, that's what they do. Because I've seen it in the uh, I've seen stacks of uh, rifle sized boxes and stuff uh, in the hotels, you know, waiting for people to pick them up. Teddy so doesn't like something... the dark, though. What's that? Teddy doesn't like the dark, because wherever those rifles go, he goes. <laughs> well, I'm also sure that uh, if you uh, ask uh, Bob210 or any one of the guys out there, I'm sure they would be willing to have one waiting to put in your hands when you got there. Oh, boy. <laughs> so think about uh, think about that, putting that on your list for uh, September. That's when it'll be running is uh, in September. And then make sure that the rest of your guys there in uh, uh, Oklahoma know about it. And if any of the people that uh, are floating through any of your events, you can let them know that there's going to be a big event out in California uh, in September. And uh, everybody, if everybody can help put out the word on this, then uh, it'll certainly uh, do a great deal to push the program out there. California's been doing a great job. They've been doing absolutely Bang up job. They've gone from uh, from zero uh, to 100 miles an hour in just a couple of short years, and uh, I think this would be another uh, great uh, chance for them to spread the word. And we like uh, the whole program likes California to do well because, mm-hmm. as every as you as you've heard many times, as folks always hear, the newspapers and everybody else like to say this. As California goes, so goes the nation. The California is always uh, setting the trends for the nation. Well, this is a trend we'd like to see them set for the nation, and that is to do well, to have the program continue to run uh, at full speed in California, have it run at full speed, and uh, and have it leading the way in the nation, so that as California goes, so goes the nation. The Apple Seed program goes well in California, and it will go well in the rest of the nation. So we we enjoy seeing that. We certainly enjoy uh, bashing the myth that there are no uh, uh, patriotic uh, riflemen in California. Because let me tell you, it is full of them. Uh, they yeah, way outnumber. They, they, they way outnumber all the rest they, of the folks out there. But their marksmanship improves. As soon as they step over the border into Texas, what's about that? What's all about that? They can't shoot too well in California, but as soon as they hit Texas, oh, they're experts. <laughs> You've been talking to Fred again, I can tell. Oh, no, I've witnessed it. <laughs> well, listen, everybody, uh, Sam, thanks for uh, for everything, uh, all the help and everything in, uh, in the year 2010, and I'm certainly going to be uh, – Expecting your help in 2011. I'll be here for you. And uh, Chris, thank you, sir. Thanks for all you're doing in Oklahoma. And I look forward to hearing great things from uh, you in 2011 as well. Yes, sir. And for everybody else, uh, God bless each and every one of you. Thanks for all that you've done for the program. Uh, you're all the reason... You guys are the reason that I'm still in the program, and I want to tell everybody uh, Happy New Year, 
and I really look forward to uh, I look forward to 2011. I look forward to seeing each and every one of you, as many of you as I can. God bless all of you, and we'll see you again uh, uh, in the year 2011. Uh, good night, everybody. We'll see you again in uh, next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Time. Night, all. God bless. Thank you.